You're listening to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast live, episode 27. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is the Paracasual Destiny Podcast, episode 27, and I'm Sewell Time, and I'm joined by Sally Bug, Green Stego, and Romance Girl on this beautiful morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Now, Good morning. Um, we haven't done this in a while, but uh, let's get the important stuff out of the way. A little housekeeping here. Um, has everybody had their coffee? Yes. Yes. Remember when we and used I have to my do second cup right here? Oh, second cup. I just finished my second cup, so I'm conscious now. Uh, <laughs> you know, we haven't. Remember when we used to do that coffee break thing? Do you guys remember that? Oh, yes. I remember. We used to do this sort of coffee break brought to you by the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. What you drinking? What kind of coffee you got? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. I remember. Yeah. Well, I we, remember the good old late. days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Way back when. So, <laughs> Sally Bug, what kind of coffee have we been drinking? It's, it's still the Carpe um, Diem local brew, right? Local roaster. It's, it's Carpe Diem. It's there. It's a kind of a combo of a lot of different things because we were like at the end of one and the beginning of another. But mm-hmm. I think it's just their the Carpe Diem blend, like their poetic kind of staple blend, and um, bistro <laughs> blend, and a little vanilla almond. Yum yum and yum. Yep. Yeah. Really good. How about uh, down there in Texas? What are y'all drinking as of late? Well, our our first cup was a fresh pot of hot coffee, which was um, some cinnamon hazelnut brew. Okay, from our Ooh, local H-E-B. grocer H E B. All right, Living Large. Mm-hmm. And so we uh, store brand. Yeah, it's just store brand coffee, but it's nice. It's all. It's a, and, uh, I think seventy five percent of it is how yeah. you make it, mm. strength, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the and uh, the also grind. got an iced coffee. Um, you got what? Iced coffee. Yeah, yeah. You, we had a hot mocha this morning, and we're following it up with an iced coffee. Yin and yang, cold and hot, up and down, <laughs> left and, and right, black and white. There we go. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, maybe I find myself uh, bringing up the coffee because of the monumental tsunami of Destiny news that we have to tackle this week. It's been two weeks <laughs> since since our last podcast, and a lot has happened inside, outside of the community, uh, everywhere in the world of Destiny. I'm thinking... Mm-hmm. Uh, we should cut right to the t- February 18th TWAB, which is, you know, uh, a week and a half so back. long ago. Oh, that was a decade yeah, ago. Go. Was it two weeks back or whatever? <laughs> yeah, let's go on that. I am going to uh, bring it up for the folks who are tuning in on uh, YouTube. Of course, you can find this podcast on any, pretty much any podcast outlet, whether it's iTunes or Spotify or whatever you like to use. I'm a Pocket Cast fan myself, uh, and we're there as well. We're we're everywhere. That's that's the beauty of this podcast. Uh, if we don't have an audience, at least we have, you know, um, 
an outlet, a platform, a, a platform. Yeah. Isn't that at the end of the day, isn't that all that matters is that we have a platform like that. So uh, this week at Bungie, February 18th, 2018, I finally got it up. Um, strange things afoot. Guardians have discovered a distress signal. So they start off with what's actually going to be our um, our grimoire touch of grimoire and destiny soundcheck two special sections we have in this podcast uh later on uh we're going to be talking about this more in detail then but uh mysterious derelict ship lurks in the abyss of space uh, terrifying sounds of the unknown ring from within what puzzles and treasures await they asked and now we know for those of us who have pursued this and done this um romance girl have you had a chance to go in on this yet yes when it well first of all when it launched that was when our power was out right um, that's why i asked i wasn't sure whether you guys were able to manage this one so no yeah when um the power came back on and it was safe to use the power um beyond conserving that was the first thing we did is uh we got our friend and clan mate ghost to take us through this mission shout out to ghost uh he is definitely as always i mean he is the man behind the curtain for our our clan (laughs) uh he really kind of keeps this clan uh, in tune with the game and uh, is always willing to offer a helping hand to pull us through content so that we can come on here. Shout out to Ghost Indeed so we can come on here and talk about it at least. Um, so shout out to uh, Richard. If you're listening, we love you and thank you so much for helping us. So I what don't know how long it would have taken us even with video guides to figure out all those um yeah, and you know the the thing of puzzles. it is, I, I, I <laughs> as I was researching and reading a lot, a lot of people are saying how great the experience was going in blind. But I'm with you; it would have taken hours, I think, to figure out that it's a real maze and it's wonderfully constructed, uh, down to the visuals and man, the the horror, like capturing uh, the horror classic horror movie feel of it was um i think we we were saying it reminded us a lot of the original alien movies it just had that you know the flicker strobe effects going on and the eeriness about it um stego what were your impressions instant classic (laughs) i just saw just you instantly fall in love yeah something like that um you know it's it's the kind of thing like this sci-fi spooky horror that's gonna really connect very well because like it's not for everybody but um we're restricting it to destiny players and you know we like sci-fi and we like fantasy and this spooky ship really hit all the buttons for me i love that it's our first um like 
surprise mission like in a while it really captured that um whisper of the worm feel uh one thing like surprise thing Uh uh-huh one thing that i was super thankful for and there is a timer on (laughs) on the uh master newer mode the catalyst mode I forget exactly what the it's master. called, but higher difficulty. The master, yeah, master mode. mode. Yeah. But I was so thankful that there wasn't a timer on this mission because, one, you just want to experience it. It's not like you don't want to race through it because you only have a certain amount of time. Um, right. You appreciate so the environment I, and really take it in. Right. So there's and many it, timers with the buff. So it still right. yeah. So it still gives light. you a sense of urgency, but in little yeah, bite exactly. size, and you can do it I over as many times as you need to. So, yeah, yeah. Right. I like. I just, but I, genius. I totally appreciated the. Well, you know, when there's that timer going on, you see that in in kind of like the bottom right hand corner, and it's just like you feel the pressure of it, and it just adds that layer of of just kind of um, tenseness. Which, in a way, can be good, I guess. Some people really like that. But uh, for me, it was nice to experience it without that kind of added piece of tenseness. Um, So, yeah, I loved it. I loved everything about it. The visuals were just amazing. The story is amazing, which we'll get into later. The gun is amazing. (laughs) Are these yeah. just called missions, or what do we call these? Because we have raids, we have strikes, we have dungeons. What are these things like Zero Hour and The Whisper? I, They're just I'm, missions? I, I think mission. Yeah, I, th- I like the word mission. I'm going to say mission works. Yeah. Uh, Funny Bones in chat saying he doesn't like the timers either. He likes enjoying the aesthetic, stopping and smelling the roses for sure, especially in this particular one and funny bone if you haven't done it yet we we definitely need to go in with you and because this is definitely up there in terms of what the accomplishments from the studio in the in the past yeah and c3po as well i think she'd really enjoy it big um destiny's environments feel like you don't feel like you're in a level of a video game, you really feel like you're going the entire ship that you're exploring exists. That yeah. It's like this oh, the, huge yes. space that you're occupying. And I um I don't know. I something about I mean I get that with Halo with the or I got that with the early Halo games, but something about the way Bungie captures those environments. The it's scale almost, of it is just I, I think it has so to do with impressive. the yeah, I, I think it has to do with the graphics as well. Like there's something mm-hmm. about the, the field of view or something that immerse you get immersed in. And I can't wait to to upgrade to Series X um and see it, you know, in that at that at that sixty FPS with the field of view uh tweaking. Uh, that's gonna be great. That'll that'll even that'll bring out what already exists. It'll bring it out even more. Uh, what yeah. you're talking yeah, about, Destiny's I feel. Yeah, Destiny is my main reason for wanting a uh, Series X. I know, I it is. can't even think of another reason. Absolutely. Hands down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's there's a little bit more to it than just the graphics, too, because um, we actually just saw some... This is not Destiny, so warning, warning. We're, we're veering off track here. But oh, no! The new demo 
for that that new game. What's it called? Um, Outriders. 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 It it also has good graphics, but um, when we were watching some gameplay and some reviews, it just didn't capture us in the same way. It's still like visually great, like it's a stunning game, but the environments really didn't like. They weren't as immersive or like as uh, inspiring. Exactly. Um, yeah, there's uh, just a, that bungee magic. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's magic. just no one's been able to replicate it yet. It's bungee magic. It comes down to bungee magic. Um, Funny Bones wondering what the the uh, scout rifle is. Tex, mechan- Tex Mechanica? What is it? Tex now I'm confused. Yeah, text mechanica. It's text mechanica. Yeah, you, Sallybug wrote something I else in chat. I think it's a little bit of a typo. It's me- Mechana, yeah. yeah, I missed it. Mechan- text mechanica is the brand mechanica. name. Mechanica, I missed a, I missed a syllable there. It's the brand name of the weapon. The <laughs> the scout rifle is called Dead Man's Tail. What is um some other text mechanica weapons? Tail. The last word. The last, last word. Last word. Yeah. Chaperone. Um, the chaperone. Chaperone. Which is a huckleberry. Oh, oh that's right. The Huckle- they all have the little horns on them, right? Most of them. Yes. Most of these the weapons, that's the, like, the signature. Um, insignia. The mm-hmm. insignia of them. Tex Mechanica Scout. There, the Fractious Heart got it and right. Dead Man's Tail very much is the last word turned into a scout rifle. Scout rifle. Yeah. Except. It's a cowboy hip fire scout rifle. But, it's- uh. Not really good with hip fire unless you have the catalyst. Is that my understanding? Basically. Well, the hip fire uh, is certainly enhanced okay. by the catalyst. But I think yeah. that's just the idea of the weapon, is what I'm just saying. The, just uh, philosophically. Okay. That makes sense. But I, I enjoy using it mostly in scope. I use all my weapons in scope. I do too. I And yeah. honestly, it, and... Actually, we just went through it yesterday. We did it the second time to get the random roll because similar to, for those of you listening and for those of you out there, it is similar to the Hawk Moon in that you, once you run it, after you've run it the first time, you can run it again and get a ran, get random rolls. And, um, so it, but it's limited to once per week. I, think per account i may be wrong there but i'm pretty sure it's once per week per account to get the um yeah that it's got that, that random it might role. be two if you're able to run the master Ooh. right yeah and then you have I multiple characters sure. and you can Maybe. go really crazy I, if, I, if you I, don't I, have a life do outside not of take that as a confirmation no, <laughs> i don't but know at, at any rate for those if you know if you're not aware it does have like that random roll so it's a farmable um weapon which i think is a smart way to make these types of missions um right it makes them relevant right to to do them more than once to go in i was skeptical about random rolls on an exotic but i think for specific weapons especially kinetic scout rifle i mean not scout rifles just kinetic exotics in general have been underpowered Right. right, I think that's a great way to make them um, on level of other exotics. Like, why would I use a kinetic exotic over lament? 
And it's not like they're going right. And it's not like they're going crazy with the perk pool, right? It's very limited. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. I like it too. I like it too. But still gives that mission just a little bit more value when you want to play through it again. Right. And in all honesty, like I was just loving that weapon, even with like no roll, no rant, like just the base one, just enjoying the the base one. And I love it. And put, and pulling it out and using it pretty much for like all of the different, um, like the, my brain just went dead. Um, need another More sip coffee. of coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, all of the, they're not called empire hunts. I've got empire hunt on the brain. Cause I tried one battlegrounds. Yeah, the battlegrounds. Been using them in the battlegrounds, and there's it's just so fun. And then Ghost sends a, gets us through, and I get a random roll, and it's like I can't even imagine taking this off ever now. <laughs> I'm having huh. so much fun. What with was it. your roll? Uh, fourth times a charm. Nice. Yeah, so I want that. <laughs> that's basically the god roll. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Tell her what good. else it it's got. Have, it could have. Oh, uh, high caliber round, yep. which was nice as well. Yes, you know, so I, I, it could have a different scope. I forget what scope it is. But it, it's not like the best of of scopes, but or barrel just, again, barrel. barrel. But not, again, not again, it it just a gives me an opportunity tail. to try again. But <laughs> this one is so good. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Oh. We should move on. Yeah, let's move we on. The next time on this one thing, and there's yeah, so much more. <laughs> I don't know how we're, we haven't even touched the update yet. Uh, yeah, anyway, I gotta get just, on to oh, the there's so much to week, talk about. We've been moving talking about for twenty minutes. Perfectly done. <laughs> moving on. Moving Iron on. Banner. Uh, they said next week Lord Saladin will return. Next week was this week, right? Um, right. Yep, yes. Right. It's here. So. It, yep. So. And it's here. Okay. Anyone um, jumped in? Last yeah, anyone jumped into I'm calling it? I'm calling it. Yeah, he called it Actually, a few times. Actually, we only got up. one or two I'm calling it. Oh, good for you. You were lucky. We keep I'm getting I'm calling us, it. I'm it was about uh, 80%. I'm going to say about 80% were it, I were would called. say like the first game, was it, it was like that, right, Stego? Mm. Yeah. And then, um, and then it was just basically just normal Crucible. Uh, I mean, results, you know, some wins, some for losses. For us, the when it's less frequent, when it's not like every game, um, they just don't stand out as much because it's basically it's just like, oops, let's just start the, let's just requeue everybody because that did happen more than a couple times, but yeah. it just like wasn't a big deal for us. Where it was like, oh, well, I, um, I, we have five kills and they are they've already casting their supers right like, right it's right. just over it's that only so much for us but i, I understand say, like, when they go ahead so, sally i was gonna say you're in your the pool of players is probably much larger because we're in a very rural part of the united states and so when they base. 
Yeah, and it's connection-based, right? So when they say, okay, we're breaking up these teams, it just means they're throwing all of the people back into the pot, mixing them around and seeing what comes out again. We're not going to have that many, right? We don't have yeah, as many true. to choose from, whereas where, where that's you're a good point. from in a in, um, more a metropolitan, more metro- a, a, a metropolitan civilized area. When that, when, when they do that, <laughs> let's, let's throw them all into a pot. Your, your pot much bigger. So you're less likely to get put back yeah. in with I the same group. Right. There was a few more. I'm exaggerating. It wasn't like two, there was probably like three or four, but it just didn't feel as frequent. And the ones yeah. that did get called, got called very quickly. Called very yeah. quickly. And, and then we just, we, just we found on. the same names popping up, which is really just like what you want. You just kind of want to find a group of 12 guardians who you're around the same skill level with. And you'll just kind of ping pong around between, um, <laughs> I'm calling it matches until you can find a group that you connect well with. And then you're also around the same. Yeah. We were level. seeing a lot of repeats. Yeah, I, th- I think well, just think from our perspective, from Sally Bug and Soul Time, uh, from our perspective, and we're we're on that, you know, just like you have that perspective of the top 5% of players have their perspective of how matchmaking is and the state of PVP and all that and connection versus, mm-hmm. you know, skill based. Um, we're on the bottom 5% probably. We're the we're the people you see at the bottom of the table with, you know, two kills, 0. 0.32, 0. 0.67, something uh, KD at the end of the match. And so from our perspective, it's really a slot. Uh, it's really tough to get, get progress on those bounties, let alone mm-hmm. the quest. And so for the I'm calling it, is is one thing but having always having somebody like one two maybe three people at the top of the table cleaning up and taking you to victory is just as bad as having them on the other team for the I'm calling it because it shortens the you're spending more time matchmaking or equal time matchmaking as you are in game trying to progress those bounties so it's really yes. off-putting, and it's like Sally Bug. As soon as as soon as we get the weekly challenge done, we're out of we here, you know. And I just didn't want to have anything to do with right it right away. Did say, you say make again? any progress on the? I, I was going to say our matchmaking is so quick too. It's just makes it a lot easier going from game to game. Yeah. Well, uh, and as far as the progress, like the Saladin um, quest, like his mm-hmm. not not the. Not the four bounties, but his quest. Yeah. I went in, and of course, you had to get solar or arc ability kills. And I think I used solar, um, put on a, a Phidias spade, so I would have two throwing knives and just kind of like did my best. It still took quite a bit of time to get that final ability kill. Because um, I. I always forget to just throw it right i have it but i forget to do it but at any rate mm-hmm. um and then it got to the power weapon one and we'll we'll talk about that in a second but i, I was like i'm never gonna even get to the power i'll get killed even going near it people were camping it i was getting sniped anytime i got close to it so it was like okay um i'm 
don't think I'm going to go any further with this. It's not going to happen. And then Bungie heard from the community that a lot of people were saying that it wasn't just me, which is nice to know that it's not just me and my poor skills. And they um, auto, um, auto completed, it. completed it for everybody. Yeah. So, but I still haven't, I didn't, cause I was kind of discouraged, not really discouraged. Cause I did get two. I was discouraged. The, two of those bounties done. I got the capping the zones. I pretty much always get that one. And then I, I forget what the other one is. I think it's just killing guardians, combatants, whatever they, however it's worded. But I got those two things, so and, and helped progress me. Guardians, combatants my... is PVE, right? Guardians. So I got the, uh, you know, I got two of the Enemies four of the pinnacle, pinnacle bounties, um, done. So, and I was gonna just say, well, I'm not gonna progress any further, and the other ones are like at thirty or forty percent, and I'm not sure I'm I'm motivated to go any further with that. So. I'm probably not going to play anymore. And then they auto-completed the quest. And it's like, mm, now maybe I will go back in because I actually have something to work towards. Have you gone back in yet? Work. I have not. I got sidetracked with some other stuff. Typical Bungie ADD, Destiny <laughs> ADD. Kicked right in. <laughs> um, like, what to do next? Before moving on, really quickly, they introduced these new weapons, the uh, Multimock CCX, which is returning from the first year of Destiny 2 with random rolls. Uh, is the other one the Time Time-worn Spire Pulse? Is that as well? Yes. So, um, did anybody get a chance to tr give those a whirl? Try those out? Yeah. Uh, I, I got a multi-mox CCX just from turning in old Iron Banner tokens. That's how I got it. Yeah, yeah. me too. I got but one I haven't too. tried it yet. I, I, well, I, I decided to go with my um, Ikelos SMG to get the SMG kills for that step. So okay. I haven't tried the multi-mox yet. Well, that's good advice I really like because my role. I have a pretty decent Ikelos SMG. That's good advice. Yeah, it was just the one I was most comfortable right. with. So yeah, right. Yeah, I've been sense. using the the newer one, that extraordinary rendition, which I've really been enjoying, and I've got it's a pretty so decent good. roll I on it. Tried that one. So I think I'm gonna. I haven't gotten to that step yet. I haven't done it, gone in and done it, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna use that one because again, it's something I know I've been using it recently and and know how it feels. That's a great gun. Time more Spire. I, really I like got. It. The one that the Iron Banner one that sacrifices stability. No, Ugh. sacrifices range for stability, and so it's yeah. just unusable. It's like the, yeah. I the agree. lowest range stat I have ever seen. I totally agree. <laughs> it's, it's, I gotta it's tell unusable. you, it's like the, <laughs> they're too stingy I, I like, with those perks. I mean, I like the idea. Oh, I was gonna actually try that too. Oh, sorry. What? I like the idea behind both of those perks. It's like iron grip, and the other one is iron reach. Something, something. I think or it's whatever, iron reach. But, but the the cost benefit is just it's too great. The what yeah, you end up hurts. having to sacrifice 
for the other. It's just, I don't like those perks compared to some of the other perks that you can get, like that aren't Iron Banner perks. I, ha- I haven't been a fan of them. The Iron haven't Banner perks are too perks. punishing. It sounds like that's the consensus, although Green Stego is mysteriously quiet. I'm I'm mysteriously quiet. What did you use for the SMG in Iron Banner? I used the multi mock. I got a, my first one. I actually got not from tokens, but at the very beginning of the season, I turned in the Iron Banner bounty from last season, which I held <laughs> on to. <laughs> they they last that long? Oh, because you did completed you do that on it. purpose, okay. or did you just forget to put turn it in? Um. The latter. A little of both. A little bit of column both. A, I think B. at this point, my memory of this situation is as ambiguous <laughs> as it can be. So I'm going to choose to recall it um, in the best, the way that pa- paints me in the best light. So I definitely did it on purpose. Okay. Um, <laughs> I noticed that those old pinnacle bounties from last season were still capped at last season's pinnacle power. Oh, interesting. Right. Um, but it still dropped this season's loot pool. So I got a multi-mock and I got uh, a Time War Inspire. But they were rolls, both of them, rolls that I didn't like. Um, I got one that sacrificed reload speed for stability on my Time War Inspire, which I mm. might be willing to try. A penalty on reload speed is probably the only one that... I would be willing to try on any of those iron. Right. I honestly don't mind the, the most of the time I don't mind their reload speed hit because I'm a hunter and I just, yeah, just use my dodge. to Yeah. You're you're hiding or invisible 80% of the time. Anyway, I'll also mention that I was using mask of backrest with my Icolos SMG. Uh, oh, nice. I don't think I have a boost that. to arc damage. Does it increase arc damage in Crucible? I don't know. I don't. I don't think psychological. So, but you it, know, it placebos work. Yeah, it did give work. me the buff on screen when I did it, and it also it's like really helpful to blink into the face of somebody with an SMG <laughs> when they don't see yeah. you coming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, tuning next week at this same time for another episode of. Dead Brain's Tale. (laughs) Okay. um, We haven't even made it through the last week's twab. I know. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got a trick up my sleeve here. Um, I think we're not going to do PSR uh, presage, presage, presage pinnacle. Uh, We're going to move right on to. We're going to actually fast forward ahead to the latest twab. And I know there was a huge 2021 update, uh, but they actually give a little TLDR here, and we encourage everybody out there to read the actual update. But um, it was right at the beginning of the February 25th TWAB, they talk about, they give a little TLDR, the State of Destiny 2021, the Road to the Witch Cream. Which cream? Which cream? Which cream? I'm thinking of another cup of coffee. All right. Um, the the they just give an overall the topics. the The first one is uh, the 
news about delaying the Witch Queen's release, which I know there was a lot of um, tears in, uh, across the pond over that. I think uh, Ghost was having a real hard time with... Uh, I think that's unfair. Uh Richard, you might want to defend yourself in the live chat. Well, <laughs> I'm, I, I am. Honestly, it's, yeah, it's I am best, judging a little bit here. Decision, right? It's, yeah. it's obviously the best decision. If a game's not ready, we've, we've seen it. I mean, actually this week, Anthem, they finally pulled the plug on Anthem. It just goes to show you that you, you don't say finally. Yeah, like it. I mean, I I know that they were really hoping that they could resurrect it, and but it's it's just showing that if you need to take more time for a yeah. product, then you take you take it right. I think it's also showing that while other projects have struggled under these constraints, it's a surprise that Bungie's business has grown so much under the constraints of the pandemic and working from home. Right. Okay. That's something else that actually was released while from our last podcast, right? That they said that they're like basically tripling in size. Right. Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they're, they're making a bigger footprint. Their physical headquarters. Their headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Richard uh, in chat says he's okay with with the um, he's okay delay. with the the delay uh, because we're getting Vault of Glass, so that's that's um, definitely his opinion on the delay. I I feel like whatever they need to do to to make a quality um, experience for us. I'm willing to give them a little while there. Plus, I like the idea of an early year release because, uh, you know, that September release for us as teachers is so difficult. It's like a the really busy time of the year. And so I right. think early year release, January, and then we have this February break, which is coming to an end for us now. But we have this late February break. And it's just better for for our personal schedule, so I'm I'm excited about that on a personal. Right, note. I'm I mean, also. And, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say one of the content creators, I think it was Astacross, was saying how gosh, I wish they could release it right around Christmas because that would be a good time. Like it would get a lot of traction and oh, a lot yeah. of people. But a December release. But I think Cyberpunk tried that, and they had a they had a difficult time. An, another one where they had a difficult. They were really trying to get it released. Well, I, and um, I was going to say the when he said I watched the same video when he said that and he was like you know. Holidays would be great because everyone has time off. And I'm like, well, maybe Bungie wants to give I, their employees time off for the holidays. That's like exactly, exactly. Yeah. Don't they the notor- they, time they usually... intensive period. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, yeah. Like, like it's, it's not like they're, they're healthcare workers. I feel like I feel like that. That's a good point, Romance Girl. That's a really good point because I feel like in a lot of the content and podcasts and content creation around Destiny, those discussions usually have that element missing. 
And it's like, you could say that some of they're talking about like power creep and sunsetting and all this. And the, the, the element that seems to always be missing is, well, what about the capabilities of the development team? What about Bungie? Yeah. There are humans behind this, making this game. You can't leave that out of the conversation, you know? They're, they're um, complaining about how the developers aren't taking their perspective into um, the player's perspective into consideration while at the same time not taking the developer's perspective into their own. They're, right. So <laughs> I mean, it's just you've got I'm, I, I feel like one thing we do well uh, here is try to take a um, more objective, a, a holistic approach to um, discussing the game. Anyway, let's mm-hmm. move on. Power and how it raises season over season. I love what they're talking about here. And they do mention the word experiment. If you go back and read the actual update, uh, but they're talk. this is where they're talking about just raising the power level by 10. I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness. So I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. The power has been a slog every season. Oh. This season. Totally agreed with what they said that it, it feels like, Every season is a reset. It's so. I know. I'll jump into an activity that was easy before, and then it's like so hard. And I'm like, why? Which one of these is is available to me? And it kind of and as right and as as casual players, it's like most of the time we were getting. Um, (laughs) it, it was like at the end of a season when we actually finally reached the the pinnacle level. And to say, okay, well, I just got to a point where I could even, like, go in and attempt a higher level Nightfall, and boom. <laughs> it's, you're, you're, like, the, a week later, you can't do it. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. I, exactly. <laughs> Which is really I'm, messed up, because we, as Guardians, we've taken out Hive Gods. And then, like, it doesn't every make sense why we're few months, we're just like, damn, a Vandal Sniper. <laughs> Right. Exactly. They'll start killing me again. But but think right, right. So and I thought I made the point that if that had gone into effect this season, and we just had to get up, you know, they just raised the power level uh, ten more. How Mm -hmm. much better? You know, not for sure. I mean, you can never say. But I feel like our Iron Banner experience would have been better because a lot of times I was just getting. Yeah, you know, pub stomped by thirteen tens. There's thirteen oh eight and thirteen tens in there. Trials gear. It wouldn't flawless title. It wouldn't make <laughs> yep. a difference for those yep. players because by the time the <laughs> first Iron weapons. Banner rolls out, we're three weeks oh, into sorry. the season and they are already. I know. Yeah, <laughs> at max power. Exactly. Like it's just it doesn't make a difference for them. Right. So if you level the playing field, do you increase the the lobby pool and more players are playing and it's a better experience absolutely. for everyone? I think there's a chance of that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I, that that kind of goes along with some of the other changes they've they mentioned in that document about uh, balancing PvP and and making it more. Um, uh, approachable accessible to yeah a larger play yeah accessible to a larger player base so i know that that's a goal and they're working on it yeah um oh you're you're throwing in some real add thoughts here about elemental primaries and 
They don't have elemental primaries except they have for there's a perk. Elemental primaries in in D one. No, my, uh, my fractious heart says they scout rifles, hand cannons, anything that uses primary ammo. It just goes in your energy slot. Yeah, it'll just go in your energy slot. Right, that's true. So if they bring back, do you think that uh, the vision they would have to rename the kinetic slot? Right. The exactly. Right. I, I think what Sally Bug as, says, uh, Sally Bug, you're getting at is, are we going to go back to D1, sort of yeah. just elements in each slot available? Well, they are. What they already did right. with D2 is they brought those those uh, abilities back, so they would have to make it special in some different way. Eh, right, can't you live right. with osmosis? <laughs> right, yeah. You either bring it back as a kinetic uh, a weapon that's in the kinetic slot that has elemental properties, or you make it an energy weapon. So, I, I've always had then, a hard if time. If it's an energy I, weapon, hopefully it has an additional perk. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I never made that full adjustment <laughs> from, Trusty from, from is the a, is days. a solar scout rifle it is and it's an amazing one actually but yeah mm. but psychologically it's not in the top slot so it doesn't count <laughs> yeah. um i'm just just wanted to get this out here right. the, the other and i yeah, feel but- i feel like maybe you guys can relate um one of the things, other things I'm super excited about uh, with this change in power leveling is the, uh, I have, it seems like this slog up to the, even just the soft cap has been, it's so much homework. Like every time I get new mm-hmm. stuff, I feel like, oh, now I'm going to have to go into dim and see what to keep and what not to keep. And it's, it's a, it's become, more, I- it's become uh, an obstacle for me right and and it's like in the decision to infuse do i want to like use this blue to infuse this up so i can use the weapon i want to use in this in this activity or do i just keep on using the blue stuff and wait until i get to a higher level and and it it's kind of a resource sink as well if you just kind of keep going on with the... Well, I think that that's the the idea of the game. Like, what else are you using your resources on other than leveling right. up? Right, but, but it's got... They the, do need to adjust it. Exactly, yeah. and I just think it's gotten old. I mean, I, it's well, part of the game. It's part of the game is doing that. And I am, I've enjoyed it for six years, but it's, it's getting old, you know? Right. Well, and for people like us, like we we probably are sitting on uh, resources that where we can yeah. do that easily. Yeah, but we're resource for newer rich, players, right? Right. For newer players, who's like, I we were talking with our granddaughter, and we were just we said something about. Um, Oh, we were at Spider and saying, oh, don't forget to buy your enhancement cores. And she's like, I don't have enough legendary shards for that. Yeah. You, and so, oh, like, she's a new light brings, player. Yeah. Right. It, it, it brings to focus that not everybody is just sitting on thousands upon thousands of legendary shards. Right. 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 Good so, point. So you need to kind of keep that in mind. I think they're, they're right. thinking anyway. of those players, too. Got to think of Absolutely. Them. I think they are trying to make it... Uh, Long story short, you can tell all the adjustments they make are trying to make this game accessible for everyone who's playing. 
Oh, that's moving the sound on. of the chimes. And that means moving on to the next topic in the TWAB. No additional infusion caps. Bam. The, the sunsetting of sunsetting. Oh, I'm going to miss it. Not. <laughs> it's just like you can hear the whole community just doing this collective sigh of relief. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, I was one of those people that was behind the idea of of weapon refresh and yeah, retirement. Uh, yeah, we tried to. But maybe it's just not meant, meant for this game. You know, it works with games like WoW, but this isn't WoW. It's Destiny. It's a different feel to it. It's a different environment. It's a different ecosystem. And they tried. They gave it a shot. And saw this is not going to work out the way we hoped. And kudos to them for admitting it and moving on. And they're going to f- try to figure out some other mechanics around keeping the game fresh, keeping the meta fresh. And this should make a funny bone at least give him a glimmer of hope that Bungie <laughs> is willing to admit, oh, hey, we, 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 we missed the mark on this one, and we're willing to pull back on that. Um, and so he. Was well, I don't. Worried. I think that they frequently do that. Yeah, they, they did they that did. with the heavy quest. They did that with the dawning quest. Um, can I just? Uh, I'm looking at the chat here, and I'm just going to loop back really quick. People trying to get the iron banner quest done we had some really good suggestions huckleberry being one of them for the submachine gun and ghost mentioned risk runner uh was worked well for him just wanted to add that to the podcast richard did you uh hurt yourself with your arc grenade before going in with that risk runner (laughs) he knows all the tricks just yeah i just need clarification on that (laughs) drop a pulse grenade at your feet (laughs) you take one little burst of arc damage and it triggers the overcharge we really have to go to battle yeah we have to get uh richard on this ing podcast uh sometime uh so (laughs) i don't know how that's (laughs) gonna come out in post Great thing about doing your own podcast is you get to do whatever you want to do, right? So, um, moving right along, I think we've um, talked about that uh, thoroughly as much as we're going to come to mind now. The next one, PvP. That's player versus Mm -hmm. player for the new listeners or the new gamers. Player versus player. Uh, Our goals for the future of Crucible, stasis balancing, Game security, cheating, and Trials of Osiris. Um, They gave what I thought was a real um, solid vision of what they want for PvP in this game. And it's anything but diminishing it or putting it to the side or making it like a lesser part of the game. It was really, re- you know, reinforcing their values when it comes to it. Because yeah, it, they put it, out a mission statement. A mission statement. Nice it is players. a core piece to Bungie. And it has been since Halo, since the release 
of Halo. And so it is so important. And um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember too many of the details of that other than they're looking at um, maybe buffing the light classes, you know, solar arc and void. And, and certainly there was some detail about nerfing uh, the stasis classes. Um, and three peaking, I think was mentioned as well, which has been, mm -hmm. I know if you're a yep. trials player, especially, uh, that, that's a problem. And, I and changes to, and like we said, I had mentioned earlier, changes to kind of like how the, the matchmaking is done on, on those higher level. The, right. The Trials and Iron Banner matchmaking. Hard-based matchmaking, which I do not agree with. Wait, say that again? Romance Girl, I'm sorry, I missed it. It seems like they are going to still stick with card-based matchmaking. Hmm, I don't know. it matches with how many wins, but they said they want to keep incentivizing the harder core players to stick with their cards and not reset them. But I don't think that that's the I best. I don't know. Thing I have to go read it yeah. again. I thought they opened the door was just ajar a little bit to doing away with the card system. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm in agreement mm. with with Romance Girl because okay. they said they definitely said incentives for sticking with a card for that three to five wins. Yeah, which and they've that, said before. That's they saying we're sticking, with a, we're sticking with it's a card like, base. It's not working. And they were saying something about, like, <laughs> protect, you know, separating out the tiers, right? Right. So that, you know, the flawless people aren't being matched with, you know, game one people. Uh, whatever. I, I think uh, it does need work and they understand that yeah. and they're addressing it, which is and, great. No, and I, I think that it will it will be addressed eventually. I, I have faith. I know that yeah. it's a work right. in progress. Yeah, work. And, and one of the other things, I don't know if they, it's listed, says, and more, but it's kind of in this same realm that cosplay is coming later this year. And um, and with it, of course, you can play PvP, but the only time that you would, as a console player, be playing PvP against PCs players is if you were um, in a fire team with another PC player and you agreed to going into that pool. So, as a console player, you won't go. In other words, as a console player, once crossplay comes comes to destiny you'll you'll never as a p as a console player play against a pc player unless you opt in which we we expected as yeah it would have been why can't have. it be the other way around why can't console players invite pc players i think you can you no can. i don't think so oh, no, and, because it, then the, they'd have an unfair advantage pc players right. against console players and they would just figure, like, they would just always get one con, like, PC players would just, like, get one console player to be the host and go into that pool and constantly. Yeah, so that just, they would, like, they so would that they could own console players. It would right. be a great because way for, for them to Elo is farm. just easier on a PC. There, I said it. Whoa. <laughs> okay. It. We're going to get a lot she of email, I feel, from that one. <laughs> well, there's a reason. There's a reason. You well, I mean, all there's know things it. that you can change, right? The field of view is much different. The 
I'm just um, saying the mechanics of a mouse and keyboard are a lot easier to control than the mechanics of a handheld controller. Right. says it best. He really does. He doesn't specifically say it, but he said he has, over the course of Destiny 2's career, like emphasized with pulse rifles, with um, auto rifles and SMGs, you don't need to care about the stability. You can sacrifice right. stability. Didn't and they why tweak that recently, that though? Yeah, they did try to tweak that to um, try to, to make balance stability, it more, uh, mm-hmm. more relevant. But that's I don't know how. To I gotta say, I gotta say the SMGs a, we were talking about earlier player. for the Iron Banner bounty, uh, sorry quest. Um, we were talking. Yeah, about, funny they bomb. feel so okay. good in Season of the Chosen. Those those um, those submachine guns are just yes, lasers yeah. now. I love it. Okay, soul time. Let's move Funny on. Funny Bone says FPS is easier on PC. RTS too. I don't yeah. know what RTS. Is. I don't know what RTS is. Uh, retime. Yes, real time um, strategy. I wish we had yeah. Ghost yeah. in here to discuss the information about Vault of Glass. I think he's very excited about this, as as we all are. But Ghost Maybe especially. Maybe next week we'll bring him on. We'll bring him on to as our Vault of Glass, Glass. protege. Yeah. Expert. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. What did they say about the Vault of Glass? Just that it's. Oh, they revealed it's coming, the Venus. They, the Venus is going to be a, a location. Their sleeve in terms of of what you have, and they're doing. They are doing a world's first with a re-release, but they've got like certain challenges that are going to go along with it. Right. Um, right. You have since, to finish some triumphs. In right. To since everyone style. is everyone going in, will kind of know the basic mechanics. So they wanted to add in another layer. A layer of to make that. I think they did that. They they so. might have uh, thrown in a few curveballs on the mechanics too to make it on Destiny Two right. difficulty standards. So I'm excited. I'm excited to go in for the the retro um, aspect of it, but also mode? the new stuff. Heck no. Oh, but they did mention. <laughs> they did mention. I'm glad you said that because they mentioned a master uh, version of the raids oh, and how right. they want that and to this... come out a little closer to the launch of the original, the first raid. Right. So they're bringing more. Um, it sounds like just a, but that's a, been like a the long overall time coming. Bringing master um, version. more access to adept weapons right, to PVE. the. The PVE players, right. not just Grandmaster. Not only that, but, but difficulty. A Deepstone Crypt. Right. We we even can run through Deepstone Crypt on a on a good day. On Last a good time day. We ran through it. It wasn't a good day. <laughs> a good it day. Was, no, it was <laughs> <not>. <laughs> but on a good day, we can oh, run through it really quickly. Oh, but we have quickly, so much you know, fun. Fairly quickly. And right. um, sometimes I wonder if we're nice screwing if up on purpose. Challenging. Yeah, it'd be nice if there was a challenging mode on raids. That's been a huge thing missing. They had the right. prestige version, versions, I think they called right. them for a while. And then hard the mode in the old days. Remember that? Hard mode? Yeah. Yeah. So um, sure. I think that this is, uh, this is definitely a step in the right direction, thinking about the longevity of raids, because um, there's not a lot of incentive to go back and do raids, and there should be in the... Uh, Richard says oh, yeah. Master and Dungeons as well. So Yeah, they're bringing yes, back they Master Levels. That. So I just think that nice. I, I like that. I, and I think that that's... Um, We're also saying this as people who will probably not, <laughs> not do it. <laughs> unless, unless Richard carries us. 
<laughs> to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify. Right. I don't think we never did. None of us got the cat. None of us got the catalyst for um, the dead man's exotic. tail. <laughs> dead brain's no, the, tail. <laughs> the exotic shotgun, <laughs> which I again can't remember the name. Of. Is it? Or, what's or the shotgun? The Leviathan. The one from the oh, Leviathan. Acreus. Acreus. Oh, and I just got it. Acreus. It's dropping from Nightfalls now. I got it at the end of a the Nightfall. The Catalyst, yes. Yeah. So. I want it. I want it, yeah, too. Do, do the, do the we ordeal. Were never, we were None of us were willing to take on the take on the hard hard mode of that raid. No, we weren't. It's like, we get used to our role, and we want to stick with that role, and we don't want to change it. Sometimes I think if, so. if, if in the back of our heads we're screwing up our raid runs on purpose so that we get to spend more time with each other. <laughs> well, that sounds suspiciously like a confession. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Now it's not. <laughs> it's not. All right, let's move on. Okay, thank you, Sally Bug. Let- Transmog. Transmog. Yes. Oh. Woo. Eight of one. So excited for this! I was actually—I almost, you know, I almost, I almost ran and got my guitar to write a song about Eight of One and her loom. That's how excited I was. I was actually Adelaide. Adelaide. I said to this whole time, it's like now it's going to take us like an hour to prep for going into a raid with our raiding team because we'll all be down at Ada going, no, wait a second. I need the perfect outfit for this <laughs> for this run. Well, it sounds like we're going to have limited um, loom materials. So we're yeah. going to really have to pick and choose. Oh, I just hope it's nothing like the kiosk to get the tarot. Oh, man, but if, it, if that's <laughs> like, it will be. I, I'm just so looking forward to this as like a casual player. If like I can just go farm materials to just make my guardian look nice all the time. Yeah, yeah that's that's what I'm all about. It. I wish it was unlimited grinding from uh, ornaments. Right now, yeah. it looks like it won't be unlimited grinding, though. It looks yeah, like there's I, a, a specific amount that you can get per season. I know, I said yeah, but I'm. I know, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hope, I, I'm just excited about it, regardless of the of the um, grind limitations. The, the the limitations, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this this so. also needs to be said specifically. Shaders are now permanently unlocked. Woo! Oh my god, so good. That that is just ever since the day Destiny 2 launched. You know you're a Destiny sunk. fan when these little QOL yeah. things make you so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, the, the, when Destiny <laughs> 2 launched and I found the new shader system, I was like, they need to change it back. They need to change yeah. it back. And yeah, I, think yeah. I remember you saying that. Felt the same. And <laughs> I get the idea. Here we are. How many mixing, years later? <laughs> Twelve. I get the idea of like mixing <laughs> and matching shaders, and I know that they wanted to like give it a little more, right? So like, like in D one, you just applied a shader, and it just applied to your guardian. Your, but that's what I end up. I doing hear that. That doesn't time. excuse for the fact that they were consumables. That back in the day, you couldn't even get more from your collections. They were consumables and once you use them they were gone forever yep yep it was 
terrible system. Yeah, terrible. when D2 terrible. launched, there wasn't even the collection. The collection, they it brought about It seemed like it was Forsaken. driven by Eververse and Activision. Yeah, and now they're just, you know, uh, there when they... It. <laughs> and now when they drop, it's just like, oh, okay. Well, now, now they've dropped it. I either get glimmer or legendary shards from it because, like, why keep it? I'm just gonna go yeah. pull it out of my and collection now, yeah, if and I want to use it. It's just a nuisance. It's one of those things, like blue gear. Yeah, just keep throwing it into my vault instead of dealing with it because <laughs> it's too much work. I already have too much in my vault as it is. Yeah, so. me too. Yeah. Um, I'm ready for them to introduce auto dismantle of blues. That will be the next big victory for Destiny yeah, players. Absolutely. Just like they did with the greens. Like, um, I keep some blues around, but only for the infusion. Yeah, but if they remove blues as the main step of infusion, then that's right. that problem. They've, they're I already mean, solving and... the infusion barrier because they're limiting the power increase. So just it's just pinnacle, anymore. right? It would, should only be pinnacle drops raise your power as long as you're caught up from last season. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I like it. I think. Like I'm, it. I'm like it. I mean, it seems like once you got to that pinnacle level, right, the that automatic blues automatically drop. But just to like be at the end, like we played some gambit with our granddaughter last night, and it's like after like four games. I got like some message saying your postmaster is full. It's just like so many blues. Yeah, no, you have to keep on top of it because you it's get at just... least four drops of blues. Right. After yeah, every game. Every so game. if you don't yeah. keep on top it's of it, so it's much. ridiculous. Um, it's Dim not, does have the farming either... feature. You can just right. I, click I on a switch. If your vault is good. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's just like, you know, either auto dismantle blues or stop dropping so friggin' many for every every well, match. Truth be known, I'm putting blues and I'm slotting blues to up my power level right now. Uh, which yeah, gets, me too. But I, I don't yeah. think which that loops. that should be a part of the game. Well, no. When they when they only raise it ten, it's not going to be much a part of the game anymore. Well, let's, ho- let's hope it's exactly. Yeah, I, I hope so. Another that, another benefit. Power. Yep, looping right. back to that. So they yep. go on now with this twab to redress readdress um, Saladin in the Iron Banner um, and the uh, Presage mission to get the Catalyst. Uh, uncovering new lore and finding a sweet new catalyst for Dead Man's Tale that does, yeah, uh, allow allow better hip fire. Um, they have a little trailer there for it. Uh, master difficulty can prove challenging, but with the right fire team, you can absolutely find success. I'm willing to try it. Richard? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not bother Richard. We should try it, Sally. We should... We should try it. But on wait, our own. did you say you want to try the master version, just the two of you? Yeah. No, well, not just the no, two of us. Sally Bug was up that, late last know. night trying we to. We watched a stream. You trying okay, to do we're not, a... we're not talking. We're not talking about me staying, like wasting an hour and a half of my life trying to do something I was totally not capable. Wait, of what doing. were you trying to do? Yeah, tell an the people. Empire hunt at thirteen hundred. And what so, was the light level? What's your light level? Thirteen oh six with the, with the power. 
With the oh, so you were at power. power. You were at power, but we like. I was at power. I just didn't. Those, I those I, I got to the I got to the boss, and I could get the boss about halfway down, and I just didn't have like because the resources would dry up. I wouldn't have heavy heavy, and um, It'd take too long at that point. Yeah, and it was yeah. just like you know, and then like you just some t- like random nighthawk. Or some random you can't change your loadout so it's like by the time i realize i need to let i i'm For not going to be able to do i'm not going to be able to do it with this loadout by the time i realize that i'm stuck with what i have i have to use this because i don't have anything else and but then you get it on your second try right was there a, a reward for doing it solo that made you want yeah, to do cloud it? strike but you don't have to do that solo. No, you don't have to do it solo. I it was just nobody else was on and soul time got tired and I was still kinda like not wanting to not play anymore, so and I <laughs> You should have sent a message know. to the LFG. Yeah, we have an you know, LFG channel. You know what the thing is is that I just noticed that every nobody was on and I didn't wanna like have Richard get on at four AM and say, Okay, I'll help you. Like just, I don't want to <laughs> contribute to their bad sleeping habits. Get himself out of bed. <laughs> okay, I'm just. I was just uh, during that last passage uh, looking at ahead a little bit in the uh, TWAB, and um, yeah, everybody should read that 2021 update uh, if you haven't done so already. Even read it twice. <laughs> Richard says he was still awake, by the way, Sally Bug. <laughs> of course I'm he would have sure done it with was. you. He would have hopped in, he would have wasted the boss. <laughs> I, wanted him to go to I was asleep. I know, but I just like I always feel guilty about like just say, Richard, come uh, help me. Uh, what's that's what the LFG is for. No one has to answer. Yeah. We there are plenty of unanswered calls in the LFG channel. Plenty. Right. Yeah. I should I should have sent something out, but um, and also, stool time while you're on it, because there, yeah. I just I want to bring up these next couple of things. Sure. The last bullet in that twab says "and more" from that state of play. Right. Right. State of Destiny Two. Those extra things include yes, mentions of crossplay, but also Ikora Ray <gasps> will be the return of Ikora Ray. Season. I forgot about that. I'm glad I you brought that up. I about it every time mm-hmm. I'm in the tower. Next yeah, season, just, I, I walk featured. by her and I just, every once in a while, I just go in there and try to talk to her and they just say, Me too. Sorry, I just sadly here. press A and or whatever. I just do a, and then I just do a sad emote in front of her <laughs> and, then, and then move on. Yeah. Uh, oh, All man. right, so we know what Richard's doing with me right after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh. one last thing that's relevant to us and our casual viewers is legendary stasis weapons. Legendary stasis energy oh. and power weapons are coming in season 15, this year's equivalent of season of arrivals. Yeah. Now, I don't and I'm know excited. If- I don't know if Funny Bone's still on, but he does not like stasis, uh, somebody told me. He doesn't care for stasis, at least in PvP. I, I think primarily PvP in, in PvP. I don't like right, the freight getting I, frozen. Right. It's I just, way too long. It lasts a, Just kill me. Yeah, just kill me it's instantly like, wh- and get, get why, it over with. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, why even, why even bother? As soon as you're frozen, I just 
stop even pushing anything on my controller. I just wait for the death to happen. I try. <laughs> you know it's like, I, I, lately, I've been trying. Like, I see it pop up, like, BB to uh, break out, and I'm, like, getting in the habit of doing it as soon as I can. But I still die before I can even break <laughs> out because the break out animation takes so long. It's awful. It does. Yeah. Which is not what we're used to PvE, with... though. I think it's yeah. so satisfying. Yeah. I like it in PV... PvE, and I, I don't mind it in PvP. I just have hopes. And, and I was talking about this with Bunny Bone yesterday. It's like, I do have hopes that, that they will make the adjustments needed either pulling up the light or pulling down the stasis to get it to they be listed a, a ton thing. of nerfs in the state of the game um but they didn't list specifics so it's all about how they actually implement them yeah right i think but I, I mean i i have faith in them and i just like it's it's doesn't make sense for them to pull stasis out of pvp because it doesn't make sense with their narrative of the light it, versus dark that i think is st- that they're moving towards um well also their entire the philosophy has always been a blended experience they have right never pulled something from uh right pvp only maybe save from like a weapon and uh right but even and, then, they try not to. So they really right, want and, it to and, carry all the way across. Um, the, but the, what they can do is just take out the frozen. Just take out freezing and slowing. Right. You still have the other abilities, but you don't. Right. You don't get frozen. One well, and and I think I don't know if we we brought this up before, but one of my ideas was like, why not have like the opposite of a mayhem mode where all of your abilities just charge really really slow. So that you I do know. have. I brought this up since Destiny One, and also, but they did mention that in the again in the state of the game, they said they recognize that abilities have overtaken PvP. Right, there's a balance. And they want They're to refocus gunplay for. as yes. the number one uh, right. focus, and that for I think a lot of PvP players, myself included, though I'm only an occasional PvPer, um, right. was a relief. That's what we want. We want gunplay. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Well, in so New England, I, we have there's a f- hope. Yeah. In New England, we have a phrase about the weather. Say, if you don't like the weather, wait 10 minutes. And I think after seven years into this franchise, I can apply that concept to Destiny. Right. Uh, if, if you, you don't, don't like, like something in it, chances are it's going to change <laughs> come next season or down the line and eventually much so. quicker and better about it than they used to be especially like, the last few years like yeah you think back to d1 and there six were like months without a even a twab just right? like just like mm-hmm. right. so it's um anyway let's let's move on i i'm Richard says he'd rather deal with Hawthorne talking than deal with stasis and PvP. If only that was an, <laughs> as easy a fix for the developers, Richard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be so, yeah, it's just not, you can't just flip a switch on these things. It takes a lot of testing no, and coding. But I, th- I think that they're obviously listening to the community. They, they I obviously will know go out in space. Yeah. Well, I, I, I am. say that's. <laughs> Go ahead. I would just say that stasis is a net positive on the game. Oh, absolutely. And oh, I, for and us I, PvE um, people, for sure. 
Absolutely. I, defi- I definitely have, I, I have hopes that they will make the adjustments necessary to, to make it a viable experience in PVP. And the next so. item in the TWAB is diving deeper into the deep stone crypt. crypt. I love I'm, their deep dives. Oh, well, they, co- they remember they used to be called ride alongs. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get, get on the sparrows and ride through the, the content. Um, but, but it's the same concept. They're going to go in and with some of the developers and people from the team talking about the design of the deep stone crypt. And that is Wednesday, March 3rd, 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. That would be. So we won't be watching it live, but 1 p.m. Eastern time. In the Unless U.S., you mysteriously get sick. Which 1 p.m. <laughs> that's going to be noon time, uh, Central. I don't know where you guys are. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it's called, <laughs> Central time. And then, um, so one that's going to be like 6 p.m. You know, after well, it'd be 11 a.m. for us. <sighs> yeah. Or no, 12 p.m. Yeah, twelve yeah, noon. Noon. central timers. It's going to be noon yeah. for you guys. For you, it's going to be one p.m. Yeah, for us. Hopefully, they archive it right. They well, they're going to have to because yeah, we'll, be we'll, we'll be at work. We'll we'll be at work. So yeah, it says it's going to be. Usually, they have it on Twitch and YouTube, and usually you can go to either one of those and and watch previous broadcasts. So. Um, and then they talk about ritual playlist weapon rewards. Um, uh, they mention searching for a bottom dollar hand cannon in the, uh, gambit. Um, Did they up the rates? Uh, well, to, uh, each of these weapons has a low drop rate and deep perk tools intended to give players dedicated to a particular playlist, a weapon to hunt. The goal uh, introducing these rewards was to provide space for longer-term ritual-specific goals for players as they chase after the perfect roll on a given weapon. Um, Man, somebody brought up that I remember there's like thousands of combinations because they added like six perks. Yeah, the the amount. You can get almost every roll with uh, these playlist weapons. It's crazy, yeah. But with the draw, right, there, there's so many different, <laughs> all the different perk pools, so, like, getting the chance of getting the god roll, you have to get the gun first, so, and then to get the perfect Yeah, that roll, also so. includes getting the perfect barrel and, per, like, perfect right, rounds, right. There's which a, I yeah, think is just, a little excessive. Yeah, it is. It's, it, so you could say I mean, it's a 1 in 50,000 chance, but really, like... You don't need every single right, perk. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, most of the perks at any are rate, good. are they? They're making some adjustments, right? Yeah. They said um, while the drop rates for each individual are not intended to be so high that it's easy to quickly acquire a large amount of rolls, we've been seeing some feedback that they currently feel too scarce. Current plan is to right. increase drop chances for these ritual specific weapons later in season of the chosen. So yes. Uh, while we don't want these weapons to become a short-term grind for players seeking perfect roles, we do believe that they need to drop a bit more frequent for them to be a positive experience when completing the associated activities. Uh, once these drop changes are live, we'll be watching the conversation to see if any other changes need to be made. So they're on, they're on it. Right. It, um, right. and, uh, 
Romance Girl had a really good suggestion that she had seen about uh, equipping the right ghost perk, right? When you're in these activities, Gambit, Crucible, yeah, whatever. You make sure. Yeah, posterity. Pros- yeah, the, the correct one. Posterity. And I actually tried that and the I posterity. did get a bottom dollar out of that, I think. Uh, it did drop for me. Um, playing I've been Gambit. very lucky um, with RNG in Destiny 2. And so I've gotten like all the playlist weapons that I've jumped into almost yeah. immediately. So I, I mean, I haven't gotten, of- I, I did get a bottom dollar, but I, I haven't done the nightfall enough. I think I did. I only did it a couple of times. So I, I haven't gotten any of those nightfall, like the palindrome or what is it? Shadow strike, but that's all right. I, I didn't put the grind in for it either. So I'm not feeling bad about it. I know it'll come back around and I'll try for it if I really want to. Bottom dollar is kind of fun. I pull it out and do it every now and again. It's not the greatest of roles for me right now. So, and it's hard to choose that one over some of my other favorites. So, mm. console SDR. Yeah, console SDR status update. They've they've worked out some bugs with this system. And SDR stands for Steam Datagram Relay. Okay. Bottom line is they are implementing DDoS protection for uh, uh-huh. console users, which includes us. We're Xbox people. Um, so they're rolling that out during Season of the Chosen. And um, we'll be sure to announce when our work is done, they say. So uh, I've, not, I've not experienced being DDoSed. Have you, anybody here, ever experienced that? I think no, that it's is usually really a targeted not, attack, like I, on streamers, I think, for example. Yeah, I think those are are gonna be for like the upper echelon in. Um, well, definitely in trials, I would trials, think it would come in handy. Primarily trials, maybe a little bit in Iron Banner. Their IP address. It's yeah. like a targeted, very cruel attack. Like you can't get back online right. at all. Yeah. It yeah, yeah, it sucks. Um the only time I've experienced DDoSing is I had a student who's really interested in computer programming asked permission to DDoS our um server at school and I gave <laughs> I gave him permission to do it and it wiped out the network. Uh yeah. it was hilarious. And so we had to reset everything, reset the router. <laughs> If I just wanted, I, I sure go ahead. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so yeah, you're was, encouraging him to be one of those. That no, I yeah, I would not have. How to do it. I would not have given the green light unless I trusted this individual implicitly. So, um, right. yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, All right. So I think it's time for our special segments now. Um, Sally Bug, are you ready to start our uh, touch of grimoire? Are you all set? Yeah, sure. Let's let's dive into it. Okay, let's do it. Uh, uh, the Paracasual Destiny Podcast presents a touch of grimoire. Sally Bug, take it away. Well, um, we of course talked about the presage, presage, presage. Still not sure I'm pronouncing it right. Anyway, the Presage mission and the lore behind it is just 
as good as the gun and the mission itself. It is so good. And um, I'll give you a, a brief synopsis. Um, obviously not wanting to do too many spoilers, but I probably will anyway. Um, uh, so there, here's your warning. So if you don't want to get spoiled in what the lore of this is, you can turn off now or pause and jump ahead. Anyway, um, so the lore behind this is there is, uh, the... You, the main character of the dead man is Katabasis, and he is, um, he has joined or been recruited by Callus, who is now an outcast to, from the Cabal, as Emperor of the Cabal, and... Callus is trying to commune with the darkness because the darkness had promised him power and kind of left him high and dry. And he is now trying to get back to, and so he has this plan to commune with the darkness and he has um, recruited a couple, he's got a couple of other cabal on his side, a scion who is kind of doing his, um, the scientific exploration, you know, laboratory experimentation stuff to try to, and they're using scorn to try to, and apparently the crown of sorrow to try to figure out a way to commune with the darkness. And so they steal this ship and go out into, <clears throat> uh, I think near the reef, I believe. Anyone else want to back me up there or no? That's where you uh, go to find the mission. Tangled Shore. Yeah. So I, I think they're like, they steal the ship. They go off into the, the reef and, um, the scion that I can't remember the name of the scions character is going off into, um, is doing these experimentation with the, um, with the scorn to try to figure out a way to commune with the darkness. And then of course, Callus tries and um, fails and then tries again. And at one point just disappears. So we don't know whether he's been swallowed up by the darkness or whether he's been killed by the darkness or whatever happened to him, but um, it leaves Katabasis and that scion and i believe kind of like the other bodyguard-esque cabal that um was on the ship with them fighting fending off the darkness and losing and um eventually because i think they got sucked into kind of like the the darkness and the scion figures out a way to get them back out of the darkness but she doesn't, or he, whether it's a he or she, um, sur doesn't survive um, being ported back, but they are back and um, 
obviously Katabasis sends out a, um, a distress signal saying, if anyone out there come and help me, we're, we're out here fighting this the scorn and, and the darkness and, and need a good deal of help. And if you can come out and help me and save me, then I'll give you my gun. And uh, eventually the um, everyone ends up succumbing to the darkness. <laughs> Long story short. Um, but the it's a it's a great read so read the lore book um i think it's called captain's log which you can find like on ishtar collective or um maybe even through the bungee webpage. but i think you have to actually discover it first if you haven't um and um meromorphic once again i will give him a shout out does a great reading of it and has it posted up on his youtube channel so if you just want to listen and um, listen to his voice acting, it's um, it's another way to experience it. Um, but an interesting piece to it, and I think what we what I would like to do is request that Green Stego read the lore from the actual gun, which is. Um, Dead Man's Tail. You okay with doing that, Stego? Plan? Dead Man's Tail. Oh. Long, short, they all end the same way. Tabasis. Galen 4's War Beast leads us through balmy Venusian jungle. Our rifles low, our ghosts high in the canopy like sentry groan. My vehicle is old, needs maintenance, been running too long without cutting the engine, I say. Galen sends me a sideways look. That shipwright still around? She used to make cider in the autumn. I swear, she kept us all like a pack of strip. I sigh. No, I mean this thing. I run my hand over my body. Besides, you know I can't go back there. I straighten the leather wrap around my Tex Foundry rifle. You know I literally tune myself, right? Asks the Exo Hunter. Why? You're immortal. And you're not? I know, but I'm... slower. I feel slower. Uh-huh. Just not like what I used to feel like. Not... spry. Not up here, either. I tap my helmet. Tragedy. I feel for you. Have Gilgamesh tune you then. I chuckle. Yeah, he'd love that. You two having issues again? I shake my head in a stiff, narrow lie. You think we come back the same every time? I do. Straight from the manufacturer, Galen 4 says. Sometimes I get the feeling something's different. Galen stops and squints at me. I dip my head and let my hood fall forward. Nothing I can put my finger on. Just little things. Adjustments. You think he's changing you? Galen's voice sounds more serious than surprised. I wait too long to answer, and it's not because I don't know my answer. 
but because I want to feel like I still doubt it. I raise my head. Galen meets my eyes and looks up to the canopy. He leans his shoulder into me and drops his voice to a whisper. My clip's a good one, but you need to realize ghosts don't know anything. Nobody does. They're just like us. They get curious, they question you. You think something's coming unwound. You need to sit down and talk it out. Wait, did Clip change you? Please, Galen stops. You're paranoid. He turns to keep walking and calls back. Life changes you. Same with them. I'm the only one that stays the same. Galen raises a fist and we stop. His war beast sniffs the air and turns us east. We continue walking. What'd you name the beast? Castan. You've been reading too many of the spider's books. Some of them are good. I laugh. Aren't you the man that said anything you got tying you down can be made into a noose? Yeah, some time ago. You've been taking a lot of jobs with him? Those fallen? You're one to talk, Emperor's lackey. Some of those elixni aren't so bad. So, <clears throat> what is super interesting about what are what I found the most interesting about this lore is how it really does open the door that a ghost does have the potential to have more influence on you than you think. Um, and then as you dive into the story behind the Presage mission, the ghost does actually end up getting corrupted by the darkness. And um, I was going to um, have us read the final chapter of that lore book, Captain's Log, called Debtor's Knife. But I think I'm going to leave that to for you all to go and read. But it is definitely a a, a good read, and the just the idea behind the fact that our ghosts aren't a hundred percent tied to the light and a hundred percent tied to the traveler that they are um capable of being influenced by the darkness and and i just feel like this completely opens that door of light guardians and dark guardians and that is the road and the path that destiny is going down or at least in my opinion so there we are all right there we are and we'll link to that lore in the description uh, for sure. Um, so uh, one thing we've tried to do with these uh, special segments, the lore and the sound segments that we have, is integrate them. And we've done so again this episode. And uh, it is now time for, you guessed it, the Destiny Sound Check. Brought to you by Paracasual Destiny Podcast. Of course. Um, so I went on and looked at the soundtrack to the Presage mis Mission. And uh, there is a wonderful um, 
YouTuber out there as well as uh, has a presence on Twitch and um, Discord. His name's Breshi, and he uh, he uploads the uh, sound files from the game. Um, and I think he can do that without any, um, you know, break of the EULA or terms of service or whatever, um, as long as it's uh, not lossless. I think he's able to upload these things. And he's very good at not just uh, giving us uh, the uh, music uh, in a very timely fashion when these things come out, but he also is very good at pointing out um, the various motifs and themes uh, that are used uh, in this. Um, And so I, I chose one of the OSTs, the original soundtrack files that he uploaded uh, from the Presage mission called Action. And um, basically, this is uh, heard during the mission. Um, And, um, well, his comment in his um, description, he says about this piece of music, it's odd that they're using the No Mercy slash Dominus Gaul melody for Scorn, but it's an abandoned Cabal ship, so it makes sense for the music on it to be Cabal-themed. And so um, we'll go ahead and listen to this piece of music. It's 2 minutes 53 seconds long. Uh, let's go ahead and give it a, give it a listen.
Okay, that's Destiny 2, Season of the Chosen, original soundtrack from the Presage mission, uh, the track called Action. And I should mention that uh, this composition was uh, written by Michael Salvatore, Sky Lewin, and C. Paul Johnson. And um, a commenter on the uh, video version of this um, points out the different motifs recognized. Uh, This is Brooks Alderman says uh, he recognized uh, first forsaken motifs. Uh, then the rise, then be brave, then forsaken again, and uh, mentions uh, Dies Irai. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's a Mozart composition towards the end. Uh, yeah, uh, pretty cool stuff. And I noticed uh, scanning over the comments, a lot of people uh, pointed out their favorite part of that composition uh, was at uh, a minute 26. Um, and, uh, M2CKL1 commented, I like the motif that plays at 126, reminding you that even though you're on a darkness infested ship that's scarily abandoned, you're still a guardian of the light and you're there to kick some alien ass. So I am going to play that, uh, one more time at 126. Uh, to give us all a little hope that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Here is that motif. Wow, those those drums are just delicious. Uh, I've right there okay so i think uh, ending on a positive note uh with with this episode sound check um that wraps up pretty much this episode of paracasual destiny podcast um before we send ourselves on our way and you on your way uh are there any um other media consumption shares out there that that somebody would like to mention Sally Bug? Well, uh, we finished season four of The Crown. Oh, yeah. Um, and as always, a, a, I, just a really good story. I don't know how uh, much, uh, like, I, I, I know that it, it all obviously happened. based in reality. But it all I, happened. I, it's more fun if you just pretend it's documented. Yeah, just pretend that it's all 100%. So, um, yeah. But the <laughs> characters, the actors and actresses who are portraying these real-life people are just doing an amazing job at it. Very convincing. And um, and the storyline is, is done really well because, obviously, like you kind of know what happens, right, with Prince Charles and Princess Diana. But to well, we like, do. watch it un we do <laughs> <laughs> we're old enough. <laughs> but to watch it you know, to watch it unfold and and watch kind of like like potentially some background scenes on it was good. And we're making our way through the Marvel universe. We got through a couple of more movies um mm. in that timeline. Yeah, what's so the latest one we watched? Working our way Where are through we now? our 
I think the last one we watched was Winter Soldier. From no Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, was Guardians of the Galaxy after Winter Soldier? I think it was. Yeah, that one was fun. Guardians of the Galaxy was super fun. Yeah, lots of fun. I like that one. We like Groot. Super (laughs) sci-fi. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So and and he's the, his thing is is that he listens to music from that he got from his mother and it's all music of my childhood. So it, right. it's yeah. You, you it's connect great with soundtrack. It's great soundtrack in that one for sure. With it. So <laughs> definitely, if you haven't uh, watched Guardians of the Galaxy, definitely go. You, you can and it stands by itself outside it. Like I actually didn't really see how it connected to any of the other Marvel movies. Like, the others are kind of, like, all interconnected, but Guardians of the Galaxy kind it's of a good stand stands alone. out. It's a good sure. stands, stands alone, but so there's you can nods. go and watch it. And, there's nods and in it's the, in sci-fi, the, in the but it's comedic sci-fi, so it's, like, a good sci-fi tale, but there's it, there's comedy with it and and good actors. And so the whole package. Yep. Stan Lee it, cameo. <laughs> yes, of course, the Stanley cameo. The obligatory Stanley cameo. You're, you're waiting for it. You wait for it every yeah. time. It's like, where, oh, where is he going to be? What's he going to do this time? <laughs> so, yeah. so much fun. Uh, Daniel? Well, I just... Uh, oh. or, or Romance Girl? <laughs> Either? I was going to say, I just yesterday finished Ori and the Will of the Wisp. <gasps> Ooh, we were oh, talking about that, Sally Rudd. Of the Ori series. We were talking about uh, that. What, what did you think? On Xbox is it, Game Pass. Is it is it good? Is it just as hard or easier or about the same? Just a different story. I heard it was harder. I'd say it's um, it's good. I wouldn't even say. I might say that it's a little easier oh, in my okay. recollection. But just because Ori is one of those games where, like, the more you play it, the better you are with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a yeah. Platforms can be tough. Yeah, and um, I mean, as longtime listeners know, I'm not the best at jumping, and Ori is 90% (laughs) jumping puzzles. Yeah. Um, But even I was able to get through most of them without passing the controller off. (laughs) (laughs) 2D is a little different, too, as well. Side scrolling. It's like, like I think I did play, I did finally finish the first one, but it's like sometimes for those, I just like to sit on the couch and tell Sul time what to do because I know <laughs> and also just for he can the, execute just, it. <laughs> they have gotten a lot better with these types of games of giving you a baby mode, which mm-hmm. I, yes. I don't take advantage of enough. But if you just like to uh, soak in the aesthetics and the story, which is my favorite part of Ori, mm-hmm. even though the gameplay right. is a lot of fun. Um, mm. But there's a baby mode, which is nice. Toggle the baby mode because you can just put it back on normal too. It's toggleable. Toggleable. I I really wish there was a baby mode for Cuphead. (laughs) (laughs) I know how some people want updates and get hard mode for Cuphead. I want them to come out with a DLC for (laughs) easy mode. Baby mode Cuphead. Uh, (laughs) Need a baby mode for Cuphead. I did not get very far in that game. Cuphead no, Junior. I, I wanted to keep playing, but, but I couldn't. I just <laughs> couldn't. Yeah, I hit a brick wall for sure. Uh, yeah. But Ori and the Will of the Wisp is highly recommended. It is. Um, it hits all of the boxes. If you liked the first one, the music, the art, 
Yeah. The story. Uh, the aesthetics of that all there. is beautiful. so nice. And it's just yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Definitely of baby mode, on was, my to-do list. I was just reminded that Hades has an equivalent. They they don't call it easy mode. You can toggle on God mode. Right. And that's just a setting that I forgot about until um, I was just reminded by the internet recently. And mm-hmm. I see, um, just so that you can progress further. In yeah, the you story. can progress further in the story. Right. Nice. You just aren't aren't as concerned with the prestige of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that, that one's hard. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm still plugging away at Hades, um, making runs every now and then because that's that's just the way the game goes. It only you can complete a run of the game and get like uh, progress through like the the actual game of it in like half an hour of gameplay, basically. Or um, the I yeah, because the idea of the game is you keep running it over and over. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Interesting. And it gets progressively it gets progressively harder, but it also you can unlock. Um, permanent upgrades mm-hmm. Interesting. um and it's been it's been a blast and um Fun. i want to say that that experience to that um greek mythology game helped me appreciate our recent watch of blood of zeus a little bit more which oh. was amazing we Binged through the the season of the show that's available on Netflix in just a few days, so it's definitely something that someone can watch in a weekend, and it's is really good. Nice, yeah. A lot of gore, but very good. So it's basically anime style Greek mythology. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's by the same studio, Powerhouse Animation, that did Castlevania. Oh, okay. So if you if you it enjoyed is, Castlevania, uh, Blood of Zeus is visually stunning. They really and they um they put the concept art and some of the animatics at the end credits. Oh, nice! Really yeah. appreciate it because we always love seeing the behind the scenes yeah. of the art. Um, and it's it's beautiful. They put a lot of work into that show. And Soul Time. Mm, Outside well, of what I mentioned. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. I tr- briefly tried out, um, tried get, starting a, a character in uh, Ark Survival Evolved, and uh, it was it was challenging without going to a YouTube tutorial or whatever. It's a little bit challenging to figure out what you needed to do, but we did it, and I was able to um, die Build quite a, a few times before. Uh, building a hut and making a campfire so <laughs> <laughs> eating lots of berries so very very beginnings of that game tried try just to now that we have uh, game pass trying out some different games so yeah oh yeah pretty much it I mean, looking we forward did, to we also have, have delved a little bit into uh, an RP, kind of like a co-op rpg called haven Oh yeah, it's more of an um, indie that we, game. That we found, yeah, that we found on um, on Game Pass, and it's an interesting um, it it's it's an interesting tale. I was having a little bit of difficulty with the like the movement and like 
how to move around and so forth. But um, the storyline is interesting. We haven't gotten really that far. And it's really just uh, like a simplified version of going around and collecting stuff and bringing them back to your your home base. Are y'all doing co-op? We haven't done co We haven't delved into co-op yet. We're really just going back and like passing the controller back and forth Mm. at this point. So. Cool. But I know that is an option as well. Like we could both control both characters. So, but I, I think that that about Valentine's wraps it up. Day. <laughs> That's about it. That'll do it. That'll do it for this That'll episode. Uh, would like to thank everybody for tuning in today and contributing to our chat. Uh, we do this podcast live on our YouTube channel. So you can just search Paracasual Destiny Podcast on YouTube to find us there. Uh, We are at Paracasual P on Twitter. And um, yeah, we do this every other Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time here on YouTube. And then you can find us on just about any podcast outlet there is. Please let us know uh, what we got wrong or whether you like us or not, um, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Um, So from Sewell Time, this has been episode 27 of the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.